This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I'm a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer, if you've never heard the podcast before. Um, website, mainlyplants.com. Cross social media, at mainlyplants. You can DM me. You can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. You can get a hold of me through the website. Go check out the website. Tons of good stuff from recommended products, uh, all available on Amazon Prime. Stuff that I used and have found through much trial and error in my journey to being plant-based and vegan. Um, two cool, you know, pro-plant-based, pro-vegan t-shirts and hoodies and all that kind of stuff. So um, go peruse the website because it's pretty cool. If you can't find anything that you're looking for, just uh, shoot me a DM or an email or whatever. And maybe, 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 let's just jump right into it this week, shall we? This week we're talking about heavy metals. And I'm not talking about the music, I'm talking about the stuff found in your diet because it is something that people don't usually think that they need to be mindful of, but it is. Um, Heavy metal exposure can have detrimental effects on our health. Mercury can affect brain development, cadmium and lead appear to lower male fertility, Um, copper can be a risk factor for Alzheimer's, and all those things might be associated with a higher risk of cancer. Um, Lead and cadmium exposure, as measured by levels in the bloodstream, have been associated with a significantly longer time to conceive. So you might be asking, where might that exposure be coming from? Well, for one, common types of seafood. Stuff that you get at the supermarket or the fish market if you're lucky enough to live on the coast. The highest cadmium levels are found in tuna, and the highest lead levels have been found in scallops and shrimp. So the greatest risk from different different metals uh, resided in different fish, uh, some of which got really high. So, you know, and and then, like I I mentioned, it comes down to um, it's a risk factor for Alzheimer's also. So there's, there's this link between meat eating and dementia. And some scientists have suggested the theory that maybe Alzheimer's is, is kind of like a variant of, of uh, human mad cow disease. We, we are eating more beef. That's not you know a matter of opinion. It's a fact. But, you know, it could explain the Alzheimer's meat connection because meat eating may contribute to copper toxicity. There actually was, I don't know if you remember, there was this um, this U.S. meat shipment going to Mexico years ago that Mexico refused to let in and that was because of copper contamination. So there has been research that blames three things that developed countries have done over the last uh, half century or so that have increased. I've started using copper plumbing for our water supplies. We've started taking a lot of supplements like multivitamins, which have a lot of copper in it. And we've started eating, in my opinion, too much meat. I mean, any meat is too much meat, but even for people who like to add meat to their diet, still too much meat. Um, So that, that research suggests that we test our water for copper, throw out any supplements with copper in them. You don't need them. And in terms of our diet to prevent Alzheimer's specifically, reduce meat intake since the copper in meat is much better absorbed. Um, 
and we'll get into absorption uh, in just a, a second here. So the heavy metals present in our food supply often exceed the quote-unquote safe limits. Some metals are hard to avoid because they're just in a lot of stuff that people ingest, unfortunately, like meat, like I mentioned, like seafood, uh, cigarettes are very high in, in heavy metals, even some some brands of nutritional yeast. You want to make sure that, that you look at the ingredients, you do your research. I mean, you know, and I'll say it again and again, If you, it, for whatever you are not buying in the produce section, because you don't need to research, you know, an apple, you don't need to research a bunch of kale. But if you are buying, you know, nutritional yeast, which I love, don't get me wrong, you should research that it's a reputable brand, that it's a good brand. You don't want to just go to the store and just buy whatever bullshit is there. We all have smartphones. It takes two seconds in the store to Google a brand and reviews or a brand's nutrition facts or whatever it is. Uh, so, so I mean, when it comes down to your health, you don't want to cut corners. So be sure to do that. But even a lot of whole grains and vegetables have heavy metals in them. There is aluminum found in tea, but the phytonutrients in those teas also prevent it from being easily absorbed. Now, the one exclusion is hibiscus tea, which does have a very high amount of manganese. So the research suggests that we limit our intake of hibiscus tea to no more than two quarts a day. Uh, if you're drinking that much hibiscus tea daily, I would say you have some addiction problems that you might want to get sorted out because that's a lot of fucking uh, hibiscus tea. It's a lot of tea in general. Two quarts of tea a day, that's a lot of tea. Uh, drink water. That's, I mean, that's what I say. Um, but research indicates that the bioavailability of heavy metals may be lower in plant-derived foods than in animal foods. And this is despite the fact that plant foods sometimes contain higher amounts of those metals. So this is likely the reason why vegetarians and vegans have lower levels of cadmium, lead, and mercury, even though their heavy metal intake is higher than meat eaters. Um, it's, I mean, it's pretty interesting, right? Cadmium is known as a highly toxic metal that represents a major hazard to human health. It sticks around in our body for decades um, because our body has no efficient way to get rid of it. And, you know, it, it, like I mentioned before, it can contribute to a variety of illnesses, including heart disease and cancer and diabetes. And, and most recently, data suggests that cadmium exposure may impair cognitive performance, even at levels once thought to be safe, kind of harkening back to that Alzheimer's dementia stuff. Recent studies suggest that cadmium exposure may produce adverse health effects at lower exposure levels than previously predicted, including increased risks of hormonal cancers. So, for example, researchers on Long Island estimated that about 40% of breast can cancer in the United States may be as associated with high cadmium levels. That's astounding. Think about that. Let that sink in. It's been estimated recently that about 40%, that's almost half, 4 out of 10 breast cancer uh, diagnoses, diagnoses uh, might be because of elevated cadmium levels. And this is, this is all through our diet. Inhalation of cigarette smoke is, is another major route for human exposure to cadmium. Seafood consumption 
uh, like I mentioned before, is a dominant route of human exposure uh, to cadmium, even more so than cigarette smoke. So when it comes to cadmium, smoking is healthier than eating fish. Obviously, when you look at you know the big picture, they're both awful for you. Um, but the highest levels are found in organ meats. Organ meats aren't consumed a lot in the United States, but overseas, they are consumed a lot. So if you're listening to the United States, you might be thinking, that's disgusting, who eats organ meats? Well, the majority of the world eats organ meat. So let's take uh, you know an even closer look. Whole grains and vegetables are among, obviously, the major dietary sources of fiber, phytoestrogens, and antioxidants that may protect against breast cancer. And even though the risk of breast cancer goes down or goes up as women consume more cadmium, even though on paper most cadmium comes from grain and, and vegetables, breast cancer risk goes down the more and more whole grains and vegetables women eat. So let me kind of reiterate that. The most the, the majority of cadmium cadmium comes on paper comes from grains and vegetables, but the more grains and vegetables you eat, breast cancer goes down. So how is that possible? Well, perhaps animal sourced cadmium is worse. Um, or the benefits of plant foods just overwhelm any adverse effects of the cadmium, right? These are all questions that you might have. Well, there have been studies done that show that it's not exactly what we eat, it's what we absorb. I mentioned that before. Cadmium bioavailability from animal-based foods can be higher than from our vegetable-based foods and plant-based foods in general. There appears to be something in plants that inhibits cadmium absorption. In fact, take this for example, hearkening back to the, um, the organ meats. If you add kale to pig kidneys, you can cut down on the toxic exposure. So just one tablespoon of pig kidney, and we exceed our daily quote-unquote safe limit of cadmium, unless we eat kale with it, in which case you could eat a, oops, <laughs> I just knocked over my microphone, I got a little excited. So just one tablespoon of pig kidney, and you exceed your, your daily safe limit of cadmium, unless you eat it with kale, in which case... You can eat a whole quarter cup of mm -mm pig kidney. Uh, the pronounced effects of the inhibitory factors in kale points out the importance of vegetable foods in terms of prevention of health hazards from cadmium ingested um, through you know mixed diets in real situations. Even if a you know vegetarian or, or vegan or whole food plant based diet contains more lead and cadmium than a mixed diet, it's it's not necessarily certain that will it will give rise to higher uptake of metals because of the absorption again it's not what you eat it's the absorption so kind of just breaking it down in terms that are not convoluted with a bunch of words you get better absorption of heavy metals through animal products you get worse absorption through um, through plant-based foods through whole food plant-based diet which Again, I've said this so many times. You know, I don't obviously I don't know about the whole grand design of life and all that stuff, but I mean this fits in perfectly with the grand design if you believe in that kind of a thing. You know, 
if we're meant to eat more plants and we can eat plants all the live long day and as long as it's a varied diet a bunch of different types of plants uh, you're getting everything that you need and you're not getting a bunch of stuff that's going to kill you but the opposite is true with animal products and with meat and with organ meat and muscle meat and all that kind of stuff um it's just it's fascinating to me that you know even though vegetables are high or can be high in heavy metals our bodies or the vegetable doesn't allow our bodies to absorb all of it just trace amounts that our body needs we need certain heavy metals in our body right we need iron um we need again i was going to say heme but it's the same thing uh, we need certain heavy metals in our body in trace amounts and we get that through the poor absorption of heavy metals in plants but we get high absorption through uh, animal products so let that sink in questions comments concerns please email me ryan at mainlyplants.com and until next week go eat a salad <laughs>